Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Please keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times. You are now entering the flip side. Oh my God. Welcome back to the Flip Side Podcast, where we talk everything upside down and inside out. And we have Yannick Taylor, aka Tough Floater, back on the podcast. You guys might remember him from last year. We talked about, you know, being authentically you, loving yourself. We talked a little bit of tarot, but I feel like we just kind of talked a little bit before we started recording this episode. And I think it's a general consensus that 2024 is going to be a much better and bigger year. And I know, Tough Loader, you have a new album that is either out now or you're going to be releasing soon. So there's just so much to talk about and get into. Um, So Yannick, Tough Loader, I'm so excited that you're here. Um, Thank you again for joining me on the flip side. Thank you for having me. And I am so honored to be the first guest of the year to start this year off right you know, yes. then yes, we're going into like a fresh start, you know, everyone just release all the the bullshit, the BS from last year and step into this new year as a better version of yourself. Hell to the yeah. <laughs> Again, we were speaking before this episode recording, we were like, yeah, we're kind of like, that one, that one was good. That, that, that one can be good to go. <laughs> Like we're ready for 2024. Let that go. Let it stay in the past, you know. But 2024, I've been hearing like a lot of things about the number specifically 2024, like uh, the synchronicity, like the two twos and then the four being divisible by two. So everyone's saying that this is going to be a really good year, like a year of alignment. So I'm going to claim that for both of us right now. Hell yeah. I will take it. And also for our numerology listeners, it's a eight universal year. So seven was the year of spirituality and isolation. <laughs> LOL. Sorry. Inside <laughs> joke. And <laughs> now eight is like, you know, you can use your knowledge to create power or, you know, live out karma, good or bad karma. So how you lived this year, like maybe you can reap some rewards. If you weren't too good of a human, I'm sorry. I don't know if next year is going to be your year, but that's okay. You know, we are all learning and it's not personal. I don't everyone, think. Everyone I don't has their, their, their karmic path, you know? So yeah, I'm, I'm actually a life path eight too. So like, maybe that's a good thing for next year. I'm not sure. Maybe oh. I don't really know much about numerology, but I know that I'm a life path eight and like my purpose is to basically make money on this planet (laughs) (laughs) yes you have you have very you have high energy to making and or losing money like big transactions so you can make millions of dollars or lose millions of dollars very quickly and then Mm -hmm. also eight is like the infinity so you can it's a big karmic number so you know use your power wisely kind of thing it's like the spider-man like with great power comes great responsibility so Well, hopefully next year I'll be making a ton of money. (laughs) I see it in your future. Oh, I love that. Yes. Everybody go listen to his album. We haven't even gotten there yet, but I want to hear about this new project. So I know on the last episode we had together, you were talking a little bit about the music that you're making, Mm -hmm. Um, but I heard a song and I think it was on one of your TikTok videos and I, it was like shocking to me 
that it was you. Not saying <laughs> that I didn't think that you were capable yeah, no. of that because I loved your past album, but this song was dope. Like so oh, good. Thank you. That's so funny because like a lot of listeners who tell me about my music, they will always say, wait, that's you? Like they can't believe, they can't connect the personality with the music. So that's really interesting. Um, but yeah, I do have a new album out. It's called An Album for Humans. It came out, I think, November 17th um, with some trials and tribulation from my distributor, TuneCore. They basically screwed the release date, but it is out now. Um, I really wanted to release this project to kind of showcase my versatility, I guess you could say, and like my ability to genre bend because the first project was specifically hip hop, alternative hip hop, and I wanted to make an indie pop record. So I came up with an album for humans, which I, of course, could not avoid like incorporating spirituality into it or like a deeper message. So it does follow the path of like traditional indie pop music, but I had to like put my little flair on it, you know, like put a little spiritual message. Um, and I feel like also it's necessary now for artists to incorporate like a deeper message because people really want to hear that. Like people don't just want to hear pop music that's like talking about love all the time. They want to hear something that kind of resonates deeper and can, can shift people, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, and then I, I also grew up in Jamaica where there are a lot of spiritual artists and there are people who like really put deep messages into their music like just to name one Bob Marley like he did this throughout his whole career like he would in a very simplistic way put very very deep profound messages I do think he's like a prophetic artist so I wanted to follow that trend I guess um and cr I created an album for humans and it's out now. You can listen to it on all streaming platforms. <laughs> no, I, I'm so glad you touched on this too, because something, and I think I've talked about this on previous episodes or maybe I thought it, I don't know. People can let me know if I've said it, but I think we have all been missing that level of authenticity where like when I've listened to music within the last year or so, it's like, who's new like are there any new artists like I remember growing up being like this person's new this person's a new artist and it was like I haven't seen that happen in a while and I think labels like to use the excuse like the market is so oversaturated but I'm like no there are really great artists out there but what they're trying to promote to us like these big record labels isn't what the public wants anymore like no offense I'm not Olivia Rodrigo's target audience I'm right. sure she's a lovely girl, but I I don't care if she drops an album. Like I want her to do well, but like I also am not a Swifty. I don't care about Taylor Swift's album. You know what I mean? Like those things like that. Like I want to hear deeper messages like you're talking about. I want to feel music again. And right. I love how you came out with a project. And I'm assuming it's like, you know, from start to finish, like your past projects that I've listened to, I feel like it was like a start to finish kind of album. It wasn't just like a, an accumulation of singles. And I miss albums like that, guys. Guys, if you are a music junkie, you know, do you, you remember like going and getting an album and it's like track one to the Story end and you're like, Yes. Like, they really brought you into that world. Like, it's not just like a cute song that's going to go viral on TikTok. Like, they yeah. created a whole world. And I miss that too. And, you know, it's so funny you're saying that because like a lot of the feedback I've gotten has been exactly that, that like they're, they're glad that there's an artist that um, is creating another world, you know, creating, like inviting people to this world instead of just doing something that's, trendy or like hot in the moment and I feel like you know these record labels a lot of them are basing their understanding of the market off of other artists and it kind of feeds into my whole message of just being you yes. you know like people want to see what that person is about they don't want to just have a recreation of like a hot single they want to feel what humans are about and an album for humans you know <laughs> It's that's really my messaging throughout the album of like accepting who I am personally and trying to give people like freedom to be themselves, you yeah. know, 
Yeah, I like that you said that because I think we've touched on this concept as a society, but like it almost got so rule oriented by also being yourself. Like it almost felt like everybody was trying to be themselves by still being like everybody else that was saying they were being themselves. Does that make sense? No, it makes a hundred like it makes perfect sense. (laughs) Um, because also like with social media people you know they see someone being themselves and they're like oh wait that's what people like they you know this is a person that's likable so I'm gonna be this version of myself but again that's like a distorted view like you're not really following your guidance you're just kind of like again following a trend so it's tough you know yeah (laughs) but I think once you find a space where you're comfortable showing up and a a way that you're comfortable in showing up, everything becomes easier, you know? And especially if you're aware of the emotions you're feeling as you're doing specific things, it becomes easier because if if you're feeling joy while you're doing it, that's like a clear indicator that, hey, this is what you're supposed to do. And maybe you you won't have that immediate validation you won't have like immediate kind of like you know people telling you oh my god you're so amazing but the joy in the moment should serve as like an indicator that hey you're right on path and then all of those things are just like a cherry on top of the experience you know um but I think a lot of people, they think too far ahead. They start overthinking. They want a result before just like enjoying the moment. And that's what trips a lot of people up. Yeah. And I can definitely even relate in the past doing that where I've wanted a result. And I'm like, why is this taking so long? And that's why I started knitting because the process <laughs> is like, you have to watch it. I know that sounds crazy, but like, I love to think about what you're saying in the form of a sweater because it's like stitch by stitch. And then eventually you have a nice comfy sweater, (laughs) like as long as you're having joy (laughs) in every stitch. (laughs) You know, knitting is actually quite like a meditative practice because it's like you're doing this thing very slowly and you have to have intention behind it. You know, it, it reminded me of this, um, the spiritual teacher, I don't remember who, but he basically advised people who were overeating to eat oh. with um with a needle. <laughs> it sounds oh. kind of crazy, but like eating one rice grain with a needle, like one rice grain at a time to kind of like make you more mentally aware and like conscious of the moment and like slow down. So like when you said knitting, I automatically thought of that. Like it is like a moment to just kind of release and focus, really focus on the moment, you know? Yeah. I love that. (laughs) Like I just had a huge visual and I was like, I actually just had rice for lunch and I (laughs) shoveled it into my face. So (laughs) that was a good metaphor too. Like, (laughs) yeah. yeah. Enjoying every moment and every bite of whatever you're doing. And I, I I also noticed like while we kind of hadn't talked from the last episode, like it's crazy because we've kept in touch, but I realized that episode was a while ago. Like right. I, I can't remember how long ago it was, but I remember there have been so many things and I can, I can kind of say with everybody I've had conversations with on here, we all started the first six months of the year with all these different intentions. Whereas like by the second half of 2023, I saw everybody's intentions change and switch and not, not in a bad way, but it was like, Oh, okay. We're all feeling this. So what was the inspiration coming into making this new album versus what you had done in the past? I know you kind of touched on this, like, you know, you, you wanted to, genre bend and and showcase that but did something kind of act as a catalyst in your mind where you were like I just made a song one day or like what happened I just feel like something happened to spark it (laughs) well not like a specific moment but I feel like it was many moments like building up to it yeah Um, because after you know I dropped my first EP the week that I went to LA because I was using this music app it's called make it and they're based in LA and I was making all sorts of songs like every single genre you can think of 
um, and I got some like traction there. I got some more listeners and the owners of the app, they actually noticed me and there was like a singing competition or like a song competition. And, you know, I was one of the winners. So they flew me out. I got to meet like the whole team and I met a bunch of incredible artists. Um, and I think when I was there, I just saw how everyone's dreams are valid, you know, like yeah. everyone's kind of going after this thing and, you know, in their head, they're, you know, they, they're following a specific path and in their head, like they're going to get to where they're going to go regardless of what's in front of them. Like I've just saw everyone's kind of like ambition. And for me at that time, I just wanted to make cool music. You know, that was my only like goal, like just to make something really cool and that people would like um and so while I was there just just seeing how ambitious these people were and how you know they stuck to specific genres there was people who were art uh pop artists there was people who were doing rap and they kind of never deviated from that mm -hmm. so I think the catalyst was me just kind of trying to focus my mind and do a project that followed a specific genre uh, so I went out and I looked for beats and tracks that still felt experimental because I, I can't like just leave that behind like I I am an experimental artist so I can't just like start making basic pop songs or like yeah. just, you know um, you know like hardcore hip-hop songs like there's always gonna have to be some kind of like element of experimenting yeah in so but I I was able to focus in from that experience I feel like mm. uh, and also I learned a lot about like the market and what people expect you know what record labels expect so I tried to I tried to gather and curate these tracks with that in mind yeah um, and it was very tough for me because like I feel like my brain is like on in like 10 different worlds at once sometimes <laughs> so like have to just like meditate and sit and like really um put this together in a way that makes sense it it was very it was a hard process for me yeah. um and I was also living in Jamaica at the time so and my family we have like a house on the hill overseeing the city so it's very like disconnected from city life mm -hmm. um, so I used that time to kind of get in the mind frame of the album um you're also like overlooking the whole city so and there's something about overlooking all the humans that felt yeah. like an album for humans I don't know how to explain that <laughs> um and then also I think what contributed to me writing this album was you know I you know I was doing tarot reading at the yeah. time and tarot reading can be very taxing like you have to you know not only be there and hear all these people's problems and emotions come out but then you also have to do work to transmute that and like direct them in a specific path that can heal them basically yeah um and I think I got to the point where I realized that I also still had a lot of healing to do. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of spiritualists, sometimes they kind of bypass these things, you know, and I didn't want to, like, I was at a good enough space to where I could have left those things behind, but I felt like it was always this thing that was looming over me. Mm. Um, and I got to this place where I really just accepted all of the bs that i went through everything that i went through all the emotions that i was feeling even as a child and i allowed it to all resurface yeah so, you know the album is kind of like an it's like an amalgamation of emotions that i was going through and of human emotion and i wanted to be able to like celebrate that because i've done so many tarot sessions where i'm sitting and i'm hearing all these problems um, and like one of the things I noticed with people is the problem would be so big that they couldn't really truly move past it. Like they wouldn't celebrate the problem as an opportunity to move past it. Rather, they would kind of just dwell in it. Yeah. And 
I had so many clients who I would pull the same cards for them every oh. single session. Like it was like creepy. It got creepy to a point where I was like, wait, something's up, babe. Like, we <laughs> am I not shuffling this right? Like, <laughs> like, what is going on? Like literally the exact same cards every session. And a part of the reason why I kind of eased up off of tarot, tarot reading for clients specifically was because I didn't want to like um, perpetuate what they were going through. Mm. You know, I wanted like I would tell every client I had, I would tell them like, I'm not going to be your tarot reader for longer than like two, three months because I want you to use everything that I'm telling you. I want you to progress and I want you to use it as a tool. Like this isn't a business for me. It's it's like literal healing, yeah. you know, um, but some people aren't ready to do that kind of work. Some people yeah. aren't ready to, to let go of their problems to, you know, it's, it just becomes so comfortable and some people rather just sit in the bed and cry and like eat ice cream and like watch Netflix, which is fine too. But like, you have to find a way to like genuinely move past that. Yeah. Um, so an album for humans really was an opportunity for me to do that, you know, to not only like talk about it, but be about it. And I wanted to kind of like celebrate human emotion in a sense where I'm you know, writing about the things that I experienced, but also turning it into this beautiful thing, turning it into a song that could be catchy or like you might want to listen to it on subway or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that was the catalyst that kind of got an album for humans to be a thing. No, that, okay. First off, I absolutely love that because I have been surrounded. I won't name names by a specific human being who has <laughs> grown up with the belief that having emotions are bad or weak and mm. I've always been an extremely open person about my emotions I'm like I like to talk about it to me I don't know what it is but emotions feel poetic mm -hmm. and of course not to where you're trauma dumping or like put trying to put negative emotions onto people but like I like talking about like oh like this happened and I felt like this and it led to this. And like, I don't know, there's something like that I really love about emotions. And so when, you know, you find yourself like not able to speak about it mm -hmm. and it kind of feels like, oh my God, like I'm stuffing it in. I can only imagine how this other person is feeling by like for years <laughs> stuffing this in. Mm -hmm. And I can only imagine, you know, reading for people who like know something is not how they want it to be. But it is so human like, like, you know, we're all on these these different levels of of consciousness. And again, I want to preface like that's not good or like that doesn't make someone better or worse. It's like it's just with specifics, like we're all better at some things and worse at other things. And um, I can only imagine like tarot reading for so long because I know, too, and I, I feel like you can resonate with this. I've taken on people's emotions. We're like, I haven't even recognized it's someone else's. So a week later, I'll be feeling a certain way. And I'm like, oh, my God, else. that's not my feeling. Yeah. <laughs> that happens a lot when you're a tarot reader. That's why you have to, like, protect yourself and, like, do kind of, like, energetic cleansing. Because yeah. you can take up way more than is yours, you know. And I, I feel like a lot of spiritual people are... Um, quote unquote empaths in that way like they will soak in a lot of what's what's not theirs you know they're still triggered by like things their parents told them when they were a child or like um, you know, maybe their sibling you know I, I I you know that's not my experience you're, <laughs> you're <laughs> like siblings getting mad at me <laughs> but um yeah no and it's it is a good thing to be an empath. I feel like it is a, a tool and it does make you stronger because you can be empathic. You can like, you can actually create change for people because you're feeling what they're feeling. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people shut themselves off from that ability. Um, but there's, you know, there's, you don't want to do that too long. <laughs> because <laughs> it can be like it can be detrimental to your well-being so you have to know like where to draw the line like creating healthy boundaries for yourself 
so you're not just soaking in all of this negative emotion yeah. you know and a lot of empaths are like the sweetest people you you'll ever meet yeah and you don't want someone to take away your sweetness because you know you're just soaking up all of this bullshit <laughs> right and and that's why I feel like what an incredible way to purge by creating an album like I think that's why music is so healing for spiritual people and like why humans have done it for thousands of years because it was a way right like a way to shed all that energy and like you move while you're doing it like it's very it's like a sacred experience it's the only way (laughs) it's definitely sacred and it's also a way to like elevate the consciousness of people around you you know it's not only not only is it like therapeutic for you but it could be therapeutic for somebody else who like is halfway across the country you know so and that's i feel like that's why i do music too um and it's so funny you said about like expressing emotions and um so like i grew up in jamaica where there is like a culture of toxic masculinity in a sense and that was something that always bothered me because like um it's almost like a curse on mankind if you want to look at it that way for Jamaican men specifically that like uh block their progression block their ability to express themselves because there's always this like weird comparison to being feminine or Mm. you know so that was also like a, a perspective for me with writing an album for humans i really wanted to um showcase my emotion in a way that seemed very vulnerable you know because i feel like it does give license to other people to do the same in their own personal way Um, and yeah i think that a lot of the problems on this earth they are because of toxic masculinity (laughs) so um so if we could maybe fix that, that'd be great. So I'm not, I'm not saying my album's gonna save the world or anything, but you know, I do like I do think that um, if you really intake the album, you'll start to like receive these things and these different perspectives. Um, yeah. No, I I love that. I love that because there is like it. it it's difficult until you actually meet somebody who's going through something like suppressing their emotions like that and you really like attempt to get close and you're like damn like as somebody who is more open it's like your life would be so much better like you know but you can't put that on anybody because it's like that's just my opinion like I don't I don't know it's just my perspective but I think you're really touching on something that like if we were to just act on our very human like qualities Mm. the world would be a bit better you know like uh, we should be at the level where we have all this knowledge or you know we've come so far but in that process we've decided to shut down the primal parts of us which is really interesting it is super interesting (laughs) I just could think about that all day that was like a rhetorical question (laughs) I don't have the answers no it's yeah I mean and that's I think that's also a part of being human like not having all the answers and not having it all figured out um and you know yeah like it's just something we have to accept too um question about that I don't want to cut you off but while we're on that thought did that used to drive you crazy because I remember like when I was early I was probably like 22 23 and someone said that to me they were like you will never have all the answers and I was like no (laughs) and now I feel very grateful like now I'm like oh that's really relieving but at the time I was like that sucks yeah no I think that's a perfect segue because um I was gonna say that like a lot of spiritual people they're like seekers of truth you know that's kind of like propels spiritual people on their path they they want to have a better understanding or maybe they just want to feel better right but it it always tends to lead towards seeking more truth mm-hmm. um even with like conspiracy theorists like they want they want to find out the next little juicy piece of information like that the <laughs> government is hiding from them or whatever you know um and i definitely was in that stage for a long time where i just wanted to know the next thing the next thing the yeah. next thing. um and 
this is <laughs> it's also why I kind of like chilled on tarot reading because you start to see like people's stories you know like I don't even like really need cards anymore to to like start to perceive these things you know yeah. um but what I was saying is like when I was doing all this asking I was doing all this asking from the universe you know god whatever source whatever you want to call it um I got to a point where I started to receive those answers you know because you do the asking you're gonna receive it um and it got so intense to a point where I had to be like please stop like <laughs> I do not want to know anything else like I'm good <laughs> Like it was really overwhelming and like, you yeah. know, like stories of people saying, um, you know, they went insane or like this guy went yeah. in because he he started reading all these books or something, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So it, it did feel like that, like I was on the brink of insanity because I feel like human vessels are not meant to know so much. Like if we were meant to know that much, like we would have just not been human, you know, but yeah it's a part of the human experience to be disconnected somewhat too you know yeah. and go through this path of like figuring out yourself as as yourself not as this like grandesque bigger consciousness you know but just as you like that's also yeah. a very valid part of the experience here on earth yeah okay. and maybe that's okay I like what you said because now I'm thinking if we come from a higher level of consciousness and we want to experience physical form and human, you know, in a human form, it's almost like we're cheat coding the experience. Mm. Like we're not supposed to get there yet. Right. And, you know, so that just put it into perspective too. It's like, yes, all of that stuff is real. But like you said, the human experience is supposed to be to experience these things without exactly. those answers, you know, and like afterwards, maybe you can go, you know, just chill like relax. Right, right no 100% it is kind of like I like the word cheat coding I don't know did you used to play sims like back in the day <laughs> yes yes and even as I think you know what as a child that is probably what has led to me being who I am today <laughs> because I've all even as a kid I remember being like well, what if I'm a sim That's because remember so when you would cancel their action bubble Yes. And then you go into a room and you're like, I don't know why I walked in this room. You're like, someone just canceled my action bubble. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, am I a sim? That is hilarious. We we probably are sims. No, but what? Did, did don't you think you about it too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you used to like uh, put the cheat code in? Yeah, is rosebud that... or mother load. <laughs> I was so rich. I was like, damn. Me too. Like I used to OD on the cheat code. So that's so funny that you said that that it's kind of like cheat coding life. It really is. I wish oh. I had a real life mother load code, but I feel like that's even karmic, right? Like we could do all that. That's like, oh, see? Mm. <laughs> it's real. It's like you can't wish for like speedy things like that. Like they'll come in due time. You put in the effort and they'll come. But like, yeah, see, we both we both want to use the mother love. <laughs> you know, to that whole effort point, like there is something also really satisfying about doing the things, you know, because maybe yeah. from the Sims perspective, like it it may be more satisfying to put the cheat code in and just have your sim do it. But like there is something really satisfying about actually using your hands, like molding that, that yeah. art or like, you know, going in for me, going into the studio and recording a song, you know, I didn't mention. So like I recorded this album in Jamaica. Oh, and, nice. Yeah. And um, there was a recording engineer. His name is Rose Summers. He's like really, really talented. Um and he does like recording, producing, he's an artist himself. But uh, it was in a studio that a lot of Jamaican men and like, quote unquote, bad man, you know, Jamaicans say that they're like a bad man, basically, okay. were in. And like, I had to sing this vulnerable song in front of all the bad men, bad men you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> there was also something satisfying about that, like, you know, being yeah. able to like, 
just be bold and like not care and like sing my song you know like and afterwards they were dapping me up and they're like yo that was sick and stuff like that you know so there is something satisfying about humaning and being a human so yeah and maybe uh, you know being a mirror that they didn't know they needed to see so you know it's it's crazy like how vulnerability is so strong and how we give it this connotation of weakness like vulnerability is one of the most courageous things that we can do and yeah I hope that your album also makes other men know that you know like I I think the toxic masculinity thing like Mm -hmm. for me that's the big key word is like someone who's not vulnerable and like cannot share their true essence it's like all encompassed like 100 percent. and it, it really to me that is the weakness like that really to me that just makes you weak I don't know like yeah. a lot of times those men will say like oh you're not being a real man or whatever but it's really you like it's it's usually a reflection you know when you're yeah. cast judgment like that it's usually you reflecting from yourself so Ooh. yeah that have you heard this phrase i recently heard this one guy is like going crazy on tiktok right now he's trying to like coin the term but honestly good for him because now i'm calling it this but he's talking he says it's called shadow talk and he's like people's shadows will openly talk and that is a moment i feel like when it's like oh you're not being a real man that is your shadow talking that is what you feel about yourself 100 percent. i think i've heard that term before yeah Yeah, definitely it's definitely them projecting that, you know, they probably got told that by somebody, I don't know, a friend, a, f- a father figure saying, yeah. oh, you're a real man. And then they're, you know, continuing that cycle. That's why I view it as like a curse almost. It's like you yeah. try to put it on someone else and like keep it going, you know. <laughs> so right. Oh, because the words are spells thing. Hmm. That's one that I really have gotten into because I used to be somebody who loved stand-up comedy and I was like, oh, self-deprecating humor is great. It's like in college, whatever. Dark humor. Yeah. And then you're like, you start noticing like, ooh, like my (laughs) world is, it really is kind of like becoming like that. Yeah. So I will, you know, since I learned that, like words are spells, it's so Mm -hmm. real, you know, like the more you say, oh, you're a bad, like you're not a real man like the more it's gonna come and like act in different ways like uh. 100% and just to like add to that point like it's I think also the intention behind words are are so that that driving factor that like makes it because like there's times where I don't know you use a word that's not really meant to show love that actually does show love if that makes sense yeah um like bitch like saying bitch yeah. right? like, a lot of a lot of women are like bitch oh my god you got this or blah, blah, blah. but it's like an endearing term so I feel yeah. like the intention behind word words like you can feel that you know when someone is like trying to knock you down and trying to like dehumanize you or like make you less of a person like you can feel that intention versus when someone's like genuinely trying to lift you up and you know, if, if, if you want to look in the mirror and be like, you're a bad bitch. And you mean that like, <laughs> you're, you're give you're hyping yourself up. That's a whole different energy than being like, oh, like I'm a sucky person. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I think words are definitely spells, but the intention is the energy that like makes it a spell, you know? Right. Right. I love that reminder. I love that reminder. <laughs> it's so true. Okay. So also I want to know for 2024, I know like, you know, things change and we develop and we come up with new, even better things. But after all that you've done and everybody go listen to um, his album, because I now I'm about to go do this too. Um, 2024, what are some of the things that you want to see in your own life come to fruition, um, whether it's related to music or not? Like, where do you see Tough Floater? And 2024, what goals do you want to accomplish? Okay, well, um, goals for 2024. Uh, this is <laughs> <laughs> well, so I already wrote another 
album. Like, love I've, it. Look at that, guys. <laughs> I've written another album that I want to record in 2024, and I want to find a really good studio with a producer who really cares and wants to like take it to the next level. Like, I want everything to be super clean. Yeah. Um, because like with my last project, I really, really liked it, but like I recorded it in the span of like a week and like there was things that I wanted to change and I just want to be 100% satisfied with the body of work that I'm putting out. Um, and it's a traditional hip hop album. I'll give that little, you know, piece there. It's a, it's like full hip hop. Um, it. It's going to be, it's a moment. Like I'm not even, <laughs> I'm not even going to hide that. Like it's. Like I tried to write with people in mind of like what people want to hear, but then also trying to stay true to myself, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's, I don't want to call it basic, but like that's, it's, it's playable on the radio type vibe. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, but um, we need more of that because I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I hope I'm not a cynic. I don't really like any of the songs on the radio right now. Like, when is the last bop you exactly. heard, right? We need that. We need more bops. And that's that's that was my intention going in. Like, I want to make bops that, like, still have subtle truth in there because I just can't help but be like, hey, by the way, do you know this? <laughs> you know? Um, but then also, like, people recognize it, like, whether consciously or subconsciously as, like, hip-hop music as something that is playable on the radio so yeah. my goal is to really record that um and have it be successful like that would be really nice um and yeah. then also just working on loving myself even more <laughs> yes um and just you know loving where I am like accepting where I am so I'm, I'm actually working in fashion now which oh. I never, yeah, I never like thought I would ever work in fashion, but um, yeah, I'm a brand manager for a company. They're called Maui X Lolita. They're a woman owned luxury clothing line. Um, so we're planning like fashion week coming up and I'm learning a lot about fashion too. And like the power of clothing and like how that um, plays into expressing yourself too. Yeah. So it's just been an interesting journey and I just want to like, be more of me I guess for 2024 I love that I think that's a great goal and I think I already can see it like you're glowing you've got oh. everything coming for you you're such a creative and bright spirit like all I, I I wish the absolute best for tough floater in 2024 and every year you know after that so I think I I see you accomplishing great things Thank you so much, Alex. And I feel the same about you, girl. Okay. Like, wait, what are what, you. what are your goals for 2024? Now we need to hear this. Oh my God. I love when people switch it up and they're like, they ask me a question because I'm so I'm always caught off guard. <laughs> Honestly, I love the part of loving yourself more. I think I can always use a dose of that. This sounds crazy, but I am somebody who unintentionally has allowed myself to be a doormat in many ways and so in the best way possible like you said the intention behind the word mm -hmm. I don't necessarily want to become meaner but I want to become more like strong mm -hmm. in my words and mm -hmm. in my boundaries because I feel like I have strong boundaries but I need to like be more open about it like sometimes I'll sit with my thoughts and I'd be like is that happening is that not I don't know if I should say that should I say that and I realized like as long as my intentions are pure which I feel like for the most part like that's where I try to operate from like I want to be more vocal about all of my intentions how I feel like mm -hmm. not allowing anything that doesn't serve me anymore um to like be present in my life. Cause sometimes I, I like let things go. Like I tend to be a bit of a pacifist. Nonchalant about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like not real. It's weird. Cause it's like, it isn't, it isn't true that I'm a pacifist. Like I, I don't know. So I'm working on that. Hmm. Um, and then I definitely want to take, like, there's so much in this show that I absolutely love. And we talked a little bit about it um, before we started recording. It's like, I want people to know like in this little spirit family or soul tribe or whatever that the flip side has become 
like this is always going to be a hub where people that are like minded like us where, you know, maybe we haven't fit in with like whatever thoughts we've had or creative thoughts we've had. Like there's a way where we can all benefit each other and like support each other and I just want to grow this platform to do that too so that's a huge goal in 2024 is like somehow giving back to all the guests that come on and like give me so much joy um and I think that's so doable like the thing that surprises me every day is how many people come up to or like message me online and say like I love this podcast and I was like I just started this as like something that I had no idea people would want to listen to and I found some of the greatest people like you're one of them where I was like I'm gonna reach out and be like you come on and you've been such a joy like so it's just I feel like there's so much more here to just be like a positive space for people so those are my two main goals everybody (laughs) I love that. I love that. And I'm sure, I mean, from the first time I met you, like I was instantly like drawn to your energy. I think you are also a very special soul, like very, you shine very bright and like I see you and I want nothing but great things for you. And I really feel like this podcast is like, it's going to blow up, you know, it's going to, it's going to have the recognition that it really deserves. And obviously when you have a bigger platform like you're giving that to the people too who you you know who bring you so much joy and who want to share their message so like just remember that you know like and it's I feel like it's all gonna come into alignment you know I can't wait till we check in in like a few months (laughs) and be like how's it going (laughs) because I see it I see it uh, well, tough loader, Yannick, I am so happy to get to talk to you. And again, I don't think that we should wait like almost a whole year for you to come uh, back and do an episode because now we need to do a check in. I'm absolutely grateful that you're the first episode of 2024, like starting it off fresh and bright and lovely. And I hope that this album like I see it like I don't I'm not just saying that to like blow smoke up your ass. Like <laughs> I see it. I'm sorry. That's, that might be like a southern phrase. <laughs> I don't know um but genuinely like I wouldn't say that if I didn't believe it and I think that you have such a raw talent and you're so vulnerable in your own emotions and it's really lovely to see so like it would be a disservice if it didn't pop like, off like no, I appreciate that I appreciate that and some, something I've been reminding myself too it's like because I I get messages you know from people saying like they love this and like they're they're grateful for me and like just cute things where like I can feel it's very genuine yeah um and they're glad that I'm like saying this message and they can feel like all the little connotations there and um to me something I've been reminding myself like when it does pop off let's talk in, in positive terms here yes when it does pop off like um it makes it so much more special you know yeah. For everyone and it's not that it has to be the biggest thing in the world but like all those people are gonna feel even greater about it and there's gonna be more people who I can connect with in that way so yeah. that's what I've been really focusing on that that connection because that's to me that's the most special part about the whole thing you know like having yeah. people communicate and like really get me and get what I'm talking about and feel the same way and and say like hey this this track helped me through this time in their life or whatever like that to me is the most fulfilling feeling ever you know yeah isn't it crazy too how like sometimes when you're doing something where it brings people a lot of joy how you can like realize that wow I was able to give a lot of people that joy in some of the darkest (laughs) places ever and so I think that that's a reminder like even when we feel like someone else is doing that like and they're bringing so much it's like you know we never know like it sounds cliche we never know what people might be going through or transmuting into a creative project but like we're all like most humans are going through that creative process right like like so it's just beautiful to know that because like you even saying that to me I got like teary-eyed because I was like Thank you. It came from the <laughs> place where I was like, oh, I don't like this feeling. <laughs> yeah. Remember, we got to celebrate. We got to celebrate everywhere we are, you know. 
Yes. Um, and the the negative emotions or like the darker emotions aren't bad either. Like I do believe that it's all for a purpose. It's it's like you. surfing. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not, that was able to articulate my thoughts better than my words. <laughs> that, that was perfect. That's literally what it is, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, before we go, because everybody, thank you guys so much for tuning into this very special first episode of 2024 with Tough Floater. Um, where can people find you if they've never heard of you? Where can they find your music? Where they where can they reach out and just share anything that you want to share at this point for people to find you? Yes. So um, across all platforms, I my name is Tough Floater at Tough Floater on hey. Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter. Is there anything else? Tumblr, maybe. Um, and then on all streaming platforms, you can stream an album for humans. No, you can also stream my first EP, Art Therapy. And of course, look out for the next project. I, I don't have the name for it yet. So we'll see what I come up with. But yeah, it'll be out there. Well, I'm so grateful that you came on. I cannot wait to see what 2024 brings you. And everybody, if you guys want to reach out, Yannick is one of the sweetest people that I've ever met. And I absolutely like I just can't say enough beautiful things about him. So feel free to reach out. He is so lovely and he'll give you advice if you really want to start, um, you know, making music or whatever you're feeling. He's just a great person. So highly recommend following him and everybody just by the way. Uh, sorry, I'm going to do this, but <laughs> <laughs> all my friends are shadow band tees are available now on the flip side shop. I'm wearing it now. It's backwards. I just got mine, by the way. I saw that before we started recording. I was like, I fucking love you. (laughs) But yeah, these are available. Everything that, you know, you guys do, it helps support the show. And, you know, I work full time. So like eventually it would be wonderful if I could do this full time. Um, But, you know, no pressure. I just love doing this anyway. So it's going to happen regardless. But anyway, absolutely love you guys. Happy 2024. I hope all of your dreams come true. And please stay tuned for even more episodes coming each week because I'm ready to take this year to a whole new level. And I'm sure you guys are too. Bye.